What up, though, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Daily Upside. I'm your host, Keenan Rivals, bringing you sports cards and sports cards news every day. Today, we got a few interesting things to talk about. Not a lot happened last night in terms of sports cards, but I do want to talk about some of those digital cards. And uh, yeah, we're definitely going to get into that. If you're new here, do me a favor, shoot me a follow on Instagram. I definitely appreciate it. It means a lot to me, and it's one of the best ways to support this channel besides subscribing. Also, if you want to shoot me a follow on Twitter, I greatly appreciate it. That's where you're going to get the most up-to-date content from me. I share a lot of things. I tweet a lot of things out. If I see a buyer from selling a guy, that's where you're going to find out first. Also, for those of you who don't know, I do run a newsletter that I definitely want you to check out. Every day, I send out content like this. I send out potential buys, and I send out my thoughts on the NBA card market. It's super inexpensive to sign up for. It's about the price of a cup of coffee per week. You know, if you if you take your coffee a little, a little on the uh, expensive side. So yeah, definitely go ahead and check that out, man. I send it out every week. That's going to get you access to my exclusive Discord as well as my sports cards pick of the week. I've been killing it this week with content. So so if you do go ahead and sign up for that, you will get that into your inbox pretty pretty soon. The sports cards pick of the week does come out tomorrow. So yeah, check it out highupsideshow.com means a lot, and it's the best way to support this channel. Getting into some NBA news, guys, I went ahead and rocked with the Athletics today. They did an update for their NBA All-Stars, so this is 2.0. We covered 1.0, and, you know, just kind of scrolling through it, and not, not a lot has changed. We still see James Harden as their, uh, you know, point guard, Jalen Brown as their shooting guard. They got Giannis at power forward, KD at Kevin Durant, and Joel Embiid at center. So that's going to be their Eastern starting lineup. And, you know, their backup, their top five reserves, Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving, Chris Middleton, DeMontis Sabonis, and Jason Tatum. So we see a nice crop of young guys mixed in with some vets. Um, None of this is really going to change the scope of, like, you know, anything in terms of the sports cards, in my opinion. Maybe Jalen Brown gets a boost just for kind of being that, that, you know, top guy at that shooting guard position. Um, Rounding that off, they kind of have, like, their next five guys. These are players that may make it, may not make it. Uh, one of those guys is Trey Young. They said they love his shooting ability, but he's kind of lacking on the defensive end. Crazy how Trey Young went from a starter last year to like maybe being on the brims of, of not making an all-star game. They have Bam Adebayo, uh, Nikola Vujicic, Gordon Hayward, and Tobias Harris, Drew Holiday, and Malcolm Brogdon as kind of like their reserves. So those are the guys who may have a shot. They'd have to play really well over the next... I, I actually, I think the voting's over with. But yeah, that's kind of their list. Um, and then they have some honorable mentions. We won't go through there, but if you're on YouTube, you can kind of see me scrolling through them. Moving on to the West starters, um, they have uh, Stephen Curry, followed by Damian Lillard, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and then Nikola Jokic. So, yes, if you're thinking the same thing as me, you're like, wow, Luka got snubbed. Crazy how these young guys just aren't making a lot of these lists anymore. I don't think that's going to be the case in terms of, like, popularity. I feel like Luka definitely gets in there off the popularity vote, but we'll see. But yeah, for their top reserves, they have Anthony Davis, who probably won't play. Uh, Luka Doncic, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, and kind of coming in as their last guy to get cut. They have Mike Conley. So again, he's going to be one of the last guys I think will get in. And then kind of their last players in, they have DeMar DeRozan, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker. If you want to see the, like their next three out or their uh, honorable mentions, then definitely check this out. But just for those of you who aren't looking on YouTube, yes, Shea Gildas Alexander 
maybe out. Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, John Morant, none of those guys made it. Uh, you know, CJ McCullum. So the West is stacked. A lot of those guys, uh, it's going to be tough. I know a lot of NBA players don't want an all-star game. I definitely feel like this season, it's not going to have as much impact. Um, it came really, really quick. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. I, again, I don't think any of this is going to affect the price points of anybody. Um, if anything, it may lower the price points of a few of the younger guys. But yeah, that's the Bleacher Reports picks for the All-Star. So if you want to look through that, definitely check out their website. Maybe some good tips there as an investor. Um, but yeah, again, I don't see much changing in terms of price points. Moving on to a new article. They talked about Ben Simmons here on The Athletic. And basically, he says that he's feel like he's figuring it out. If you guys watched the Sixers versus the Utah Jazz last night, then you've seen a dominant Ben Simmons. They didn't get the win, but, uh, you know, Ben Simmons, if you've been rocking with this channel, you know we've had our ups and downs. There's some days where I love Ben Simmons and I just see the future and the potential. And then there's other days where he's, you know, Lonzo Tall, you know, not to not to mess with that meme, but, you know, there's other days where he's just kind of meh. I remember when I first got into uh, sports cards investing or, or just creating content around it, one of my first posts was talking about how Ben Simmons was a better Justice Winslow. And, and that didn't go very well. A lot of people hated that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I liked what I saw last night from him. He was super aggressive and he does this all the time. You know, last year I invested in Ben Simmons in the offseason. And then like the first few weeks of the season, he was putting up like nine or 11 points per game. It was hard to watch. I just didn't understand what he was doing. And then out of nowhere, I think Joel Embiid got injured and he started putting up like 20 a game. And then that kind of, you know, rounded out to about, you know, 15, 16, 18 points from there on out. And his card prices went up. So, you know, we're kind of seeing that that now with Ben Simmons. Um, I think a few weeks ago, I watched the BGS 9.5 Prison Silver sell for like four or five hundred dollars. And then a few weeks later, the Sixers were the number one team. Joel Embiid was on fire. And you started seeing that card go up to like seven or eight hundred. So, you know, I'm not saying that you should go invest in Ben Simmons, but he does do this where he tends to turn it on towards like, you know, a, a few weeks before the All-Star break or or towards the middle of the season. So if we look at some of his cards, they're still relatively cheap. Um, I mean, obviously, most modern is relatively cheap right now, but I did use the multiplier method. I'm going to be dropping that for you guys really, really soon. Been talking about that for a while. But yeah, I used the multiplier method on some of his cards and you can kind of see it here. And, you know, what I found was that, hey, Jason Tatum is a good, you know, comparison for Ben Simmons. They've always been people that I've kind of compared. And if you look at Ben Simmons cards, you'll see that his prism is about about half the price, a, a little over half the price of, you know, Jason Tatum's prism. So Tatum's Prism PSA 10 sold for 705 and then Ben Simmons Prism PSA 10 sold for 383 So again, a little over half. You move right into that select, you'll see that Tatum select goes for 420 and that Ben Simmons select goes for about 150 or 160 So, you know, that one's not quite half. So, you know, if the Prisms have, then the select should be half the price. And we're not seeing that. So that's a little arbitrage there. Could be a potential play. Not a ton of profit unless you're going to you know, double or triple down on your stack. But, you know, that could be a nice little $70 swing, maybe $45.50 after fees and shipping. So if that's worth it for you, you might want to look into that. You know, figured I kind of try to give you guys a play every video, which is going to be hard because we do this every day. But yeah, so definitely look into that. Um, and, and that's kind of going to get us right into sports cards. So we're looking at some other sports cards that ended last night. Again, last night wasn't too, too crazy. We did see a couple of select silvers in. Um, but yeah, not a lot, you know, so 
this Trey Young really, you know, piqued my interest. It's a BGS 9.5 select courtside silver. Um, 9.5s across the board, so you know, a true gem. And I was, I was, I was bidding on this auction. I wanted this card, and I, it was super cheap up until like the last two or three seconds. It went from, it went from like two thousand dollars up to thirty five hundred, and then it kind of finally ended at three thousand seven hundred and fifty one. And to me, that's a pretty good price point. I have my my Prism Silver PSA ten courtside silver of Trey on eBay right now for I think eight thousand or eighty five hundred, and I think that's a really good value considering. The BGS 9.5, so for $3,750. Uh, right now, BGS 9.5s are typically about a third of the price of the PSA 10. So if I was using the multiplier method, that would that would value my PSA 10 at about 10 or 11,000. So, you know, that, that's a bit much because we haven't seen one end it. But when I saw this Jason Tatum in for 7,550, I'm like, okay, selects, selects, they're making some, they're making some comebacks right now. That's a huge buy especially considering the fact that you can get like a, a, a zebra PSA 10 for like 15,000 on eBay. So I, I definitely think, you know, some of these PSA 10s are a little, a little underrated. And I, I think that some of these BGS 9.5s, these cards are so rare that you, you kind of have to pay up, you know, I don't think the same multipliers are, are going to, you know, be in effect here. So yeah, bullish on selects uh, courtside steel. I know modern is not the coolest sexy thing, but we know as the season progresses, it's going to, to come back. You know, right now with vintage, everyone's kind of like buying the top 20, 25 guys, but eventually that that's just going to run out. You know, right now that money is just swinging from Larry Bird to Magic, from Magic to Shaq, from Shaq to Tim Duncan. But eventually you're going to get to like that 25th guy and, and, and the 26th guy is not going to be worth it. So I do think vintage is going to have a pause. I don't think anything's going to crash, but I do think it's going to have a pause. And we'll kind of see a lot of that money flow back into modern cards. Another auction that I thought was pretty underrated was, was this Jamar Murray Select Orange. It sold for $455, which I just thought was a pretty, you know, cheap price point. You know, Jamar Murray's cards are super limited. He reminds me of Jokic and the fact that he doesn't have a lot graded. And I'm really, really bullish on that Nuggets team. I think like, you know, I hope nothing's wrong with AD. But if, you know, if that continues, I think that Nuggets could slip in there and, and be in the finals. You know, I think they could be a, a contending team as, as they kind of figure things out and as they mature. And, you know, if it doesn't happen this year, then we know they have three, four or five years to kind of get in there. So I'm, I'm big on Jamal Murray cards just because that limited pop report. I'm big on uh, all Nuggets cards just because of how well Jokic is doing. And, you know, when one player tends to do well, we tend to see a lot of the stars on the team go up. So, yeah, I'm looking at some Jamal Murray stuff and, and this price point, this was one that that kind of shocked me. Another one that we saw was again Michael Porter Jr. These were trending for about seven fifty to eight hundred. I actually put this one in my upside auctions uh, newsletter that I send every night, and I had a, a target price around it for about seven fifty. So we're really starting to see Michael Porter Jr.'s Prism Silver decline. And, and you know, if we're being honest, we're probably just seeing Prism Silver overall decline. But I thought it was still a pretty good buy. He's not as saturated or as graded as much as the other guys. I'm not really sure what's going to happen to Prism and, and the in, in the sentiment. I think I mean, my my only guess would be like once Prism comes out for uh, this year, Lamella Ball, Silvers, and you know Anthony Edwards and James Wiseman, they'll they'll go insane, and then that'll push the value of uh, you know older Prism Silvers up. But I also feel like the market is starting to be more educated. They're starting to realize that the pop reports are high on this, and uh, maybe Select is the better buy. I'm not sure, but I thought I thought based on the current market. This was super undervalued, about $200 under the price that I kind of targeted. And 
yeah, again, same thing with Jamal Murray, just big on the Denver Nuggets, big on Michael Porter Jr. And I think once he puts it together, we'll kind of see him, you know, be a top player from that draft as well. So we'll have Luka, MPJ, and Trey Young kind of kind of running their teams individually. And, and that was kind of it for sports cards. Again, it wasn't too, too much. We saw some Kobe's in yesterday. They ended at some pretty crazy amounts. All things Kobe are up right now. Um, really starting to look at that Bowman best of his and see that kind of play out. Uh, we talked about his Bowman's best a while back. They were like $2,000. And then the vintage market kind of crashed. So a lot of people probably sold or didn't get back in. And now we're seeing those cards sell about $6,000. So, yeah, Kobe, Steph, you know, LeBron, the, the typical guys, they're all up and doing well. A lot of new all-time highs being seen on their alternative cards. And we'll probably dig more into that, you know, maybe tomorrow or sometime later this week. Now, moving on from sports cards, I wanted to get into NBA Top Shot. You guys know I just started a Top Shot newsletter. Um, I kind of just released it secretly because I've been doing some behind-the-scenes things, but pretty much ready for it to go public now. So I'll leave that down below for you guys who want to get Top Shot Insight um, every week. It's not a daily newsletter like the High Upside shows, but, you know, but it does come out once a week for the free members. And then, it, then we get a premium newsletter every week. Um, that premium newsletter will be dropping today. So, yeah, uh, I talked about this yesterday with The Athletic. They pretty much did um, an article on NBA Top Shot. And, you know, they they, they talked about the moments. And, and, and like always, like every other article, they compared it to sports cards. They talked about the risk and how these could go to zero and things of that nature. But they did give a lot of insight. You know, they, they kind of highlighted some of the most expensive moments. They, they uh, you know, expressed some of the problems that Top Shot was having, you know, with the packs and how they apologized for it. And, you know, basically, you know, one of the things that uh, Roham said was that, you know, we're heads down and all the marketing ads are turned off. So I think Top Shot, they're not really trying to get a lot of press right now. They're not trying to get a lot of new people um, on the website because it is kind of going through that beta phase. They want people to experience it, you know, you know, in its full totality and, and when it's complete. So they've kind of turned the marketing off. They've they they've just kind of they're trying to cater to the community that they have right now. And I think it's hilarious that these articles are being posted because that is the exact opposite of what they want. Um, I'm actually doing some work with Top Shot as well. And they, they've asked me to kind of, you know, hey, let's hold off and let, let's wait until we figure some things out before we start, you know, rolling out content. So, you know. It, 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 it's incredible. It, it's so big, they can't even stop it. They can't stop the marketing. So much that ESPN did an article as well. Now, this one was a little more bullish. Um, I felt like the, the the athletic was kind of letting you know about the sports cards, you know, moments. And I felt like the athletic, they kind of took a, had a negative approach to it. Um, ESPN definitely did not. They, they're, they're bullish on Top Shot. And they even highlighted like, you know, some of the future aspirations and, and how it can be sold. So we have the Mark Cuban thing here where it's, you know, Mark Cuban is talking about how crypto assets are a store of value and how they do have some intrinsic value. And they also highlighted how like uh, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic from the uh, Hawks, how he bought his jersey number moment. So a lot of the, the press and a lot of the chatter has been like NBA players will want to come by their moments. And, you know, a lot of people thought that was far-fetched and it's not. We're, we're starting to see it happen already. And then they highlighted, you know, some of the investors and things like that. So yeah, very bullish article. If you guys want to read it, I'll link it down below. But yeah, Top Shot. You know, we haven't talked about it too, too much. Um, I'm, I'm still bullish on Top Shot. If you if you take a look at yesterday, we see they still had the pack release for uh, Cool Cats. That thing sold out 50,000 packs. Uh, you know, took took a few hours, but they were able to do it. And a lot of people were able to get their packs this time. I, I didn't see any issues on Twitter. I didn't see anybody like complaining or 
you know, it, it just seemed like it was a solid release. So shout out to everybody who got those. Pretty much like, you know, all of these cool cats moments are about, I think at the floor, they're $120. So essentially, you know, let's just say, you know, if you bought it, if you got a pack, you were able to 10x for the most part. And that's, that's super, super great. You know, it's not many things that you can say that and, and legitimately 10x. So we see the Lucas still going for $2,000. You know, these were like at 700 bucks at one point. So top shot moments are still going up. You know, there's still some very, very good deals, some good finds. And we're starting to see that these other moments are holding the floor. You know, I'm really shocked considering how high the, the serial numbers are. But I think people are on here and they want to get those sets. And, and that's something different for me. A lot of people talk about Top Shot as an investment perspective. But what we see is a lot of people are on the platform chasing these moments, trying to complete these sets, trying to complete these challenges. And it just takes you back to, you know, what sports cards used to be about. So I think we're going to have a healthy flux of investors as well as people who just really enjoy the platform. So shout out to Top Shot for creating something that everybody can use. Do I think these prices will hold up? Well, you, you know, you'll have to sign up for the newsletter to find that out. But uh, yeah, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it in the upcoming weeks. Now, moving on to my collection, Top Shot's really transparent. So it's like, what difference does it make? You guys can see I only have 34 moments. I had about 350 I actually sold a lot of my moments to uh, test out the withdrawal process. I am one of the people who can withdraw. So I wanted to test it out for you guys. I was in the Discord. I've seen Twitter. A lot of people have been asking questions like, can you withdraw? Can you withdraw? So I will give you guys some feedback on that as well in a future write-up and let you know if you can withdraw. But for the most part, you can see my moments. And if you're, if you're a savvy investor, you can kind of see what I'm doing here. If you're not a savvy investor, then again, sign up for that newsletter because I'm going to be letting you know what I'm doing today. That's it for this one, guys. Don't forget to hit up the highupsideshow.com and sign up for that newsletter. And if you want to be a part of the Top Shot newsletter, I'll leave the link in the description down below. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Happy investing.